I wish I had a ticket in Las Vegas for Texans trade up to one. Yeah. I wish I had been able to make that in January because that prediction is coming true. The Texans are not going to get beat for Bryce Young. They are going to trade up. In a draft that didn't look like it had as much juice at the number one pick to trade out, it looks like it's gaining some traction. They're just starting to create leverage. Yeah. yeah. Trouble? Trouble for the feet. You know we go. 876 guy. Six guy. Try if you rush me off, try if you brush me off, I see. Bad man likes calling me from unruly, girl, why be? Why be, why be, why be? Disrespect, we at Tagabi. They try to say we done, we can done. We can done, we can done, we can done. We can done, we can done, we can done. We can done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We back in this thing, Walker. It is episode 76. We are the Beltway Boys. I'm here with the one and only the talented, the beautiful, you know. Walker, what is going on? It is the defensive pre-combine. Pre-combine rankings. Positional rankings. <laughs> what is going on, Walker? How you living, Mike? Oh, man, I'm good, man. Favorite time of the year. Um, You know. Pre-combine and combine, I think, is what, depending on when this comes out, um, what, next Thursday? I think it starts, I think it's yeah. That, that close. So, um, exciting times, man. That combine is really – it's the start. Like, once that combine starts, man, you're not too far away from that draft. So, uh, it's, it's going to be um, really cool to see, like, who breaks the times and who um, raises their stock and, you know, all that good stuff. Yes, I, I, this is, this is, I think really where Beltway boys, the idea even came from was me and mm-hmm. you talking about the draft and realizing like, damn, I know somebody who's just mm-hmm. yeah. as much into it as I am. Like, yeah, man, crazy story. So I've been getting draft magazines every year since 2006. Well, my mom is moving out of her house and I have left like, some of the stuff since I moved back from college, like some of it's in her closet. Well, since she's moving, she's like, hey, you got to come get this. So she made me like pick up all my stuff. And I found every draft magazine from 2006. <laughs> I'm going to send a picture, send it to you. But I have it. I'm like looking at them right now. Uh, man, it's crazy to see who's on the cover and like who might have yeah. busted or, you know, who might have lived up to the hype. And uh, was, yeah, 2006, that was our Texans, huh? Yes, yes. Yeah. So it is, it is truly crazy. Yeah, it is truly crazy. I will definitely show you after the show. But it, like you said, it is our time of the year. And we already did the offensive one. And we're going to post both of these back to back. So um, people can hear whichever they want or both for sure, please. But let's go ahead and get into it with the defense. I can kick it off. We're going to do interior linemen first. So defensive tackles and three techniques, mm-hmm. or not, you know, 
All that stuff. So I'll go ahead and start. My guy at number five is Keon White from Georgia Tech. This guy is mm. actually an edge, probably listed as an edge, but he can rush from inside, outside. Uh, he's a little bit bigger. So maybe depending on the defensive scheme, he might be, you know, a three technique or he might be standing up. He is. Yeah, I, I've seen a mock to the Texans before in a mock draft at 12. He's just a relentless pass rusher who's kind of young um, to football. I think he started his maybe senior year or junior year in high school, and he was even on offense to start. So he's new to this defense. And I think in his first year as a full-time defensive starter, he performed very well for Georgia Tech. So uh, I think he's kind of rising up. Um, number four, out of Baylor, Siaka Akika, or I don't I even know so. how to say his name, but he is, a I would say, a true nose, a true nose tackle. Um, he's going to clog the middle, and he is going to be a great run defender in the NFL, probably already as a rookie. Uh, number three for me, is Brian Brees out of Clemson. Highly touted coming out of high school. Maybe never lived up uh, to the hype, but he definitely put up some good tape, you know, has, has some highlights, and maybe he's one of those players that shines brighter in the NFL than he did in college. But he definitely has the measurables and the talent to be successful. Uh, number two for me is Cansey out of Pittsburgh. Mm. <laughs> he is undersized. But if you watch his tape, he is a freaking dog. And he's so physical. He makes up for it. What he lacks maybe in size, he makes up for it in his play and his physicality. And I would not be shocked if he goes top 10. But if the Texans want to try and draft a wide receiver in the second round and they got Kansi at 12, I would be over, I would be head over heels. I'd be ecstatic. You got two of your franchise corner pieces as maybe with a chip on their shoulder forever for being undersized and maybe doubted because of it. That's going to permeate through the franchise. and That underdog mentality is going to be probably what this franchise is about. If you got two undersized uh, cornerstones like that and Cansey and Bryce Young. But yeah, Cansey is just a freaking animal. And number one, Jalen Carter. I don't know how they could possibly do that. If Bryce Young goes number one, shit, maybe they go Jalen Carter two and go quarterback at 12 or try to trade back into the top 10. But uh, that's my top five interior defense alignment. Walker, what say you? And do you got any different names on your list? Um, We have all – no, actually, I do have one different name. Um, So I have uh, – Number five, I have Mozzie Smith out of Michigan. Mm. Um, yeah, just a, a tough, athletic. Um, I think he he he's one of those that he he's just not consistent enough. But I think he's gonna be um, one of those athletic freaks at the combine. Um, you know, just explosive, strong. Um, just one of those a really good defensive tackle. And then uh, at four, I got Ika, probably the best uh, nose tackle in this draft. Uh, super athletic for his size, again. Um, really good run defender. Um, 
And if you're looking for a nose tackle, like a 3-4, I think he's going to be um, your guy. And then three, I got Brian Bazee. Like you said, he's he's um, number one recruit in his class coming out of high school. He hasn't kind of lived up to that um, due to injuries and other stuff. But um, I think he he can still, if his if his talent is recognized and realized, he can he can be really really impactful and make a lot of plays um, uh, for a team. And then two is probably. He's probably my – I want to say my favorite. Him, Both of these two are probably my favorite, too, like two of my favorite players. But, man, this Cancy kid is mm. – he is something, man. He And it's, it's just so ironic that he's <laughs> he's at, like, Pittsburgh and he's so, like, similar, like the small defensive tackle like Aaron Donald. But, man, he had eight sacks this year, nine last year, something like that. Um just to be able to get to the passer from that that spot is just like devastating to an offense. And um, like you mentioned earlier, man, I wouldn't be opposed to that either too if they want to. Like you said, like he could go top fifteen, top ten, top twelve. So I would be pretty excited if he's a Texan. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that would that would actually make me really excited. Um, so yeah, and then like you said, Carter. Um, you could argue he probably is the best player in the draft. Um, I think I have him at two only because I, uh, Bryce Young is a quarterback, but he is he's devastating. He's dominant. He's nasty. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's um, he's everything you want in a defensive tackle um, if you can create one. Um, I mean, I think he's I think he's gonna be a a pro bowler for years to come, all pro player, um, you know, and if he, if he can, if he can get right and stay on the right path, uh, he keep, he might end up being a hall of fame, um, defensive tackle. Do you think Adama Sue is a hall of famer for defensive Ooh. tackle? That's a great question. That's a great question. I feel like when he was with Detroit, he was putting up solid numbers. Yeah. He had a run when he was in Detroit, um, but I have a hard time keeping up with him since then. Maybe Miami had some good years. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great question, Walker, though. I would have to, like, compare his stats to, like, others that made it at his position, mm-hmm. you know? But, but yeah, he was, he was – He I can see – but I can see, you know, Carter having that type of career, just mm. dominant how Sue was in Detroit, just nasty, um, disruptive, just unblockable. Um, Relentless. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's my interior defensive line. Interior. Hell, yeah. Got a lot of similar names, and uh, we value the top guys, I would say, you know, that Cancy and Carter are some bad dudes. But for uh, edge rushers, Walker, what does your edge rusher list look like? Um, This is a, this is a pretty deep class, I think. Um. You're gonna be able to find some some options late, but uh, number five, and I wonder what you think about this. But number five, I have Miles Murphy, um, edge out of Clemson. It's just I just something about him, man. I just it just don't. I know he's been like he. Some people have him super high, like a top ten player, but I just I I, I want to see that bend. Um, 
in one of in my edge rushers, man. I just I I, I want to see them be able to bend around the corner, and I just I had never seen that from him. Um, he's so he's supposed to be super athletic. I know people that on PFF they're saying he can be the Trevon Walker of the combine this year, so it's probably gonna help him out. Um, I actually think he would be a good fit for this defense because I think I think he's actually a perfect fit for like a wide not ironically for like a wide nine, um, like just edge rusher. Um, but like personally, I just I'm just not big on him. Um, and then Lucas Van Ness is my number four. Like I said, I just keep thinking about that freaking how he just bulldozed uh, Skronsky. Like mm-hmm. ran smooth over him. Um, I think he's gonna be one of those players that if you let him develop, um, he's just gonna be like a solid. Maybe he makes an All-Pro team one time, but I think he'll be consistently just just good, um, just consistently good. Um, it's a bit of a, of a projection with him though. I don't I don't think he did it at Iowa, so I'm kind of projecting. Um, Number three, I have Nolan Smith out of Georgia, mm-hmm. and um, I think he was. I think he wanted was like one of the number one players coming out of his year too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just he's he's just freaky. I and he had the bend that I saw that Murphy didn't have. Um, he has a size. I think he's gonna have. I don't think he's gonna be able to work out because he got injured. But uh, I think he has the speed, the athleticism. Just that natural band I like to see, the explosiveness. He plays the run well, rushes the passer when he has opportunity. I think that George defense really uh, didn't allow him to, like, see his full potential. Um, so I'm, he's somebody who I've seen could fall, and he if he falls at 33, which I think – feel like he'd fall, like, right before 33, um, I would be super excited for him. And then I got Tyree Wilson. Um, I don't know if you told me about him or what, but he's I'm really big on him too. I think the size that he has and the quickness he has at that size and the way he plays a run um, reminds me a bit of J.J. Watt, um, where he knifes in. Uh, not always a good thing because sometimes it will hurt us when J.J. would do that, but um, I think he's going to be – if his potential is fulfilled, like, and, and he's coached up right, man, I think he's going to be a real problem um, and a real solid player for a very long time. And then number one, I got Will Anderson. Um, just productive. That's I think that's the key word with him. He just is productive. Um, his junior year, he had, like, 17 sacks, I think. I want to say he had, like, 31 tackle for losses, 100-something tackles. Um, he seems like he's super athletic. I want to see if he runs at the combine. Um, I, I really want to see if he run, if he can get to like a high four four, like a four and nine or four eight. Um, but he's very athletic. He's powerful for his small, even though he's small, like he's powerful for his size. Um, I don't like that he's not like the Ben that I was talking about, Miles Murphy. Like I don't see that in him, which. I, as is what why well, don't have him above Carter, um, but other than that, man, I think with, with him, I think you're gonna get 
just a, a, a really, really good, productive player for a long time. I don't know if he's going to be like this impactful game changer, but I think he will be like, um, like a star level, I guess you could say. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who to compare him to, but maybe with the right coaching, they can unlock him and and use him like a Michael Part. That's that. I think that's if that's your hope for Will Anderson. If you see him like super high, is that he can be Michael Parsons, um, a similar size. I think I think Parsons might be a little bit more athletic, um, maybe a little stronger. But uh, if you can get him to 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 be that level, then yeah. I understand why you would have him above Carter. Yeah, no, it, it's it's going to be that the the way the edge defenders go and what order how it happens is going to be interesting as hell. Like I'm really curious to see how it goes. Like you said, I'm I'm not as impressed with Will Anderson as the way these scouts are talking him up to be like the next great pass rusher. But, I mean, he was productive in college, so we'll see. I mean, he's about to start going th- going against uh, NFL offensive linemen, so it's uh, <laughs> we're going to find out how good he is. But my list, we got some of the same players, some different, different orders. Number five, when I watch this guy's tape, I'm just like, I really think he's going to be a better uh, pro than he was in college, but <laughs> – a new, a new Ike, Asamu or Sama, at a K State. K State. Kansas. Oh man, yeah, yeah I know about him. His name is Felix, I think. Felix, and I and I watched a lot of Big Twelve football, but I don't know. He's never stood out to me like that. When you watch his highlights, he freaking jumps off that line. Like he jumps off the tape. He's just his highlights are nice. I. I think he could be a very good pass rusher. If he's there at 33 and none of the other guys are there, I'd be – shoot. If they get a wide receiver at 12, then they got to go defense at 33 or center or, you know, yeah. guard. But uh, he would be a good pass rusher. Number four, Nolan Smith. He, I think, will – if he can do anything at the combine, any type of lifting or anything, I think he's just going to – Impress people. I, I kind of get like a Vaughn Miller type of role, just a little maybe undersized, but that works to his advantage of how he can bend around the corner on bigger offensive linemen and get past them. Uh, number three, I know you we you talked about him a lot. You've told me your feelings on him even before this episode, but Miles Murphy, number three. I think he could be good. Uh, yeah, I – I could see him putting up better stats than uh, Will Anderson, at least as far as sacks go. I could see, I could see that. I kind of view them a little similar. But uh, number two, I would do Tyree Wilson. I think he is, man, he is going to be a problem. You know what would be crazy for me is if he's available at twelve. You get your quarterback, and then you get your defensive lineman. Because to me, he kind of reminds me of a Mario Williams. Mario Williams oh, was wow. yeah. a big, you know, physical presence, and 
instead of getting a quarterback in 06, they went with Mario Williams. And this draft, maybe they get their quarterback, but at 12, they get their Mario Williams. And it'd be interesting to see you get maybe the biggest guy in the draft, and then you also get maybe the smallest quarterback in the draft. So that'd be interesting to I'm sure pictures of them side by side holding up jerseys <laughs> at the opening day press conference oh, would be, we'll get, would yeah, be viral be, for sure. Would be funny. Uh, so that's my number two. And then Will Anderson is my number one. I'm not as high on him, but if all these scouts and all these top people are telling me he's that, then I'm just going to take their word for it because they get paid to go on television and spew that stuff. So. They must know more yeah. than I. That's why I say, like, for the production, like, you can't argue with the production, you know. Mm. Like, the tape might not – you might be like, what's up? Like, I don't see it. But, I mean, it's like, well, he, he did produce a lot, you know. So, um, maybe – I don't know. Maybe – I don't know. Like I said, I think if he can be used like Micah Parsons and um, maybe he gets unlocked. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to see how his career goes and to see what team he goes to. You know, if he goes to Arizona, you mentioned Gannon. They are very more player friendly and try to put their players in the best position. Does he go to a team like Detroit? I think that would be crazy if you compare him with Aiden Hutchinson. Because who do they double? Who do they key on? And there's not a lot of teams that got two great left tackles. So, or two good tackles, you know. So, that would be very interesting to see. But Walker for linebackers, I'll start that thing off. We'll probably fly through this bad boy, but I feel like it's kind of top heavy. Um, there might be some people that maybe help themselves at the combine, but as of right now, I feel like it's just the names at the top. So, for number five, I got Overshawn or Overshawn. Uh, Texas, he's a physical freak. I feel like he could be a really great linebacker. I just think it depends on what team he goes to and what role he's put in. I think a 3-4 where he, you know, has got some big beefy guys up front and just allows him to be a freak. I feel like he could kind of be like a Darius Leonard Mm -hmm. or uh, whatever Darius Leonard changed his name to, (laughs) Shaq. Yeah, that's Shaq Leonard now, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like he could be kind of similar to that. Uh, number four, I got Jake Campbell out of Iowa. I don't know why, Walker, but that guy reminds me of uh, Brian Urlacher. Like, I just see Brian Urlacher when I watch him I play. He's so tall. Yeah, taller linebacker. Uh, maybe not as athletic, but just always seems to be at the right place at the right time. That's kind of what I remember about Brian Erlacher. Like, I don't remember him blowing up plays in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember him making the interception down the middle mm-hmm. when teams tried to throw it, you know, a tight end seam or somebody across the middle. Like, And I feel like Jack Campbell was kind of like that at Iowa. Uh, number three for me, this is a guy I've been wanting on the Texans. He was Christian Harris's teammate. Uh, a linebacker who the Texans drafted yeah, last year. Like him for a while, yeah. For a minute, man. Henry Tutu, I think if you had him plus Christian Harris, you got two young athletic linebackers who uh, I think Christian Harris uh, credited Henry Tutu when he came, when he transferred there, 
for a lot of his success his final year at Alabama. Um, so to pair them back together in the NFL, I feel like could do wonders. And their head coach is from Alabama who played linebacker, played linebacker at Alabama. So him having two linebackers on his defense to be their be his captains, uh, it just only feels right. You got an Alabama quarterback and two Alabama linebackers running this show. Uh, number two, this guy's gotten a lot of steam, and he also played at Alabama before transferring to Arkansas, and that's Drew Sanders. He is very interesting, kind of like how Clay Matthews, when he came out of USC, he was a stand-up linebacker who also rushed a passer on third down. Mm-hmm. Drew Sanders is capable of doing that. If they want to just put him at linebacker, then he's a freak. He kind of reminds me of Overshawn. If they want to let him rush the passer on third down, then he's relentless and he's going to pressure the QB um, mm-hmm. and make them feel uncomfortable. So, And then number one, Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. He is probably the most – like he's not as physically imposing as – Isaiah Simmons was coming out of Clemson, but he's just as athletic. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see his combine numbers. I feel like he was kind of closer in the top 15 range, and I feel like people are kind of forgetting about him. I think he's going to remind people who he is at the combine with a, you know, impressive performance, I think, in all facets, even bench press. I think I've seen like some YouTube where he was like a doc series of him at Clemson, and the dude just mm. wants to be great. He just wants to be the best. So I'm very, very interested to see where he goes and how he performs. So that's my linebackers, Walker. What say you? I got um, a pretty similar list. Let me see. We got that. I'm trying to see who we got different. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, so number five, my dad, number this one? Number five, I got Overson. Um, like you said, man, he's he used to play like he came to Texas, started off as a safety, um, like a big safety, so they moved in the linebacker. I think he like you said, if he if he can go to the right team and right coaches, um and be I think he's like outside linebacker. Um he flies around. He's fast. He's physical. He's long. Uh, like you, yeah, Shaq. You like, yeah, that's a good. That's a good example, Shaq Leonard, um, for him. And then four, I got Drew Sanders. Uh, just again, athletic freak, um, tough. He's gonna hit you. Um, he chased down Bryce Young in that one that one play where he got hurt. Um, but you you made another good point about like he could be used as an edge rusher um, too. So it's just like how do how do teams want to use him? Is he is he gonna be Michael Parsons all over again? Like, well we know we, you played edge, then we moved you back to you know to stand up linebacker. But now I think we're gonna move you back to edge. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out. And then I got Jack Campbell three, like you said, just tall. Um, Rangy, just a good, just a good um, middle linebacker. Um, love his size. I love his just instincts. Um, I don't think he's like as athletic as some of these other guys, but he just makes plays, and, and I think that size really helps him in the pass game. 
Um, two, I got Trenton Simpson out of uh, Clemson. Um, like you said, another just athletic um, run around in space. I think he'll be good in space, which is like the new NFL now. Um, so I think he he's, he's going to be a solid player, hopefully, for whoever drafts him. And then one, and I was wondering who we had different, but you had uh, Toa Toa, Tua Tua, however you say his name. I got Dayan Henley out of Washington State, um, middle linebacker out of Washington State, used to play wide receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Just fluid. He's he's a big, tall guy, athletic, really fluid in coverage, um, good in, in pat, like pass rush. Um, he's one of those guys, man, that – I think D'Amico turns into an all-pro, you know. Um, I've been seeing people talk about us getting him, and I think that would be perfect. Um, sideline to sideline, he just run Like, he's he don't run like he's a linebacker. Like, you could tell he used to play another position. Um, big, tall. Um, yeah, bro, I think that's kind of the, the, the theme for this one, just some tall, athletic linebackers in him. But uh, it's it's a it's a solid linebacker class. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I think it's solid. I don't I don't know how it compared to other years. I feel like there hasn't been like a great middle linebacker call in a while, unless I'm not thinking. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to think. the last one I think is of is like Keekley. Yeah, uh, Wagner, Fred Wagner. Uh, but he was drafted like I think in the third round, second, maybe. Yeah, I think he was a second round pick. Mm, Bobby, yeah. Right, yeah, Bobby Wagner. Are you talking about Fred Warner? Smith? Yeah, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Fred, yeah. I said Bobby Wagner. I think he was second or third round pick too. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, yeah. I, I remember think, like Keekley was like he was like top ten. Patrick Willis, top mm-hmm. ten, like. You don't really see those type of linebackers anymore. Oh, Isaiah. Yeah, you say I don't remember where Rokon Smith went. But Isaiah Simmons went pretty high as a middle linebacker. Yeah, he did. I think Gannon's going to use him right. Yeah. would be interesting. I think that's where he's a free agent. Who? Simmons. Nah, it can't be that soon. Who did he come out with? That makes sense. He's in Daniel Jones' class? I think so. They got to sign him. Yeah, lock him up. Lock him up. They always get good defenders. Buda Baker, all that. But but anyways, Walker, uh, cornerbacks. That's why I did this, uh, like, offense, you started it. Defense, I started it. Because I knew if we did it in that order, it would lead you to talk about cornerbacks first. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that is your, like, expertise, man. So who – I'm so curious to hear this. Who is on your top five uh, positional rankings for cornerbacks? Man, this is a – this is an interesting one for me, man. I think they're all, like, literally so close to each other. Um, it's just kind of like a pick-your-flavor. Um, there's not like one corner that just stands out 
are two or three that stand out. I feel like they're all kind of grouped together. Um, but I got six, and I kind of am like they're like I guess tied for fifth for me. Um, these last three, <laughs> uh, I got Julius Brents out of Kansas State. Um, tall, athletic, corner. I think he's like six four, two hundred pounds. That's really kind of been my flavor of the month this recently, man. I, I, I'm liking these tall, rangy corners. Uh, he was very tough at Kansas State. Um, the Kansas State team that had a pretty good season this year. He was he was he was really tough. Um, I want to see what his speed is like. I think that's going to be a big uh, kind of a thing that separates the this class because it's so close. Who who can who can be like the most athletic and and show. Um, they can be fluid in their backpedal and all that stuff. Cause <clears throat> I like to see them like in that one-on-one drills to really see how they move. And he was, I think, it was at the Senior Bowl, but he was he locked somebody. He pretty much ran the route for for the guy, and I was I was just really impressed with that. Um, and then another one tied for fifth is Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Um. Just a good football player. I think I think he uh, has played against good competition. I think he showed up against good competition. Uh, I think he has good technique. I think he makes plays on the ball well. Um, again, I think he's just a good, solid like football player. And then last that I got tired for fit is uh, Forbes out of Mississippi State. Um, he produces. I, I just I like people who get interceptions, and he did that. He, I think he led the SEC in like career pick sixes. Um, so that's impressive. And again, I think he's tall. I think you want to say like six two. Um, just produced, just made a lot of plays. I really want to see how he runs, but um, I, I really like these tall, of course, especially so much zone being played, so much cover three being played. It's not really as much man coverage anymore like that off man coverage like you really see a lot of cover three cover four you know so I want to I like I like Forbes and then for uh number three I have Christian Gonzalez out of uh, Oregon he's supposed to be just this freakish athletic uh 6-2 corner um, he made a lot of plays on the ball this year. Um, like just, I saw this one play. He kind of leaped out of the air and intercepted the ball, like close to the line of scrimmage. Um, I, I, I kind of, like I said, I kind of have all these guys grouped together. I think it's just, like, it's just what you, your preference um, at cornerback. And then uh, Witherspoon, I could easily put him at one two. Um, he's just nasty, gritty. Tough, probably like the, my favorite corner I watched. Um, just blowing up screen passes, just coming in, hitting you, um, sticky in coverage. He's right there with you, pestering you. Um, easily, like I said, I, I could easily put him at one, two. And then, uh, number one, I put Joey Porter Jr., um, the pedigree, the length. The, the man coverage, the, the pressing. I saw him, the long arms he had. He has some really long arms, strong, um, athletic. 
played against some good competition in, in against Ohio State for all these years. Um, it, it's 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 an interesting corner class. Like I don't think it's anywhere near the level it was last year or the year before, but. I think it's some players that will come in and, and, and find some spots and, and make a name in the NFL for sure. I want to I want to see see what you got, man. Man, I think you might laugh at mine, but <laughs> no, I love that. I, I think the Texans should come away with the corner. I don't know if maybe necessarily high unless one falls to them, but you know they got Stingley. Why not pair him with somebody who they can grow together? be under a reasonable contract for years, you know? And that might be the thing about this class. It might not be the high end, but the depth. You will find a good corner later this class. So that might be the thing. With this, that might be the good thing about this class. You, you're going to find a good corner later in this draft for sure. Yeah. And I think corners, just like the evolution of corners are changing. Mm-hmm. If you're not making it as a wide receiver, switch positions. And you got mm-hmm. corners that are like six three at like I feel like corners now the length or the height of a corner is like six foot or higher. Mm-hmm. If it if they're under six foot, it's almost like a shocker now, you know. But uh for my corners, my top five, I number five is Cam Smith out of South Carolina. He's physical, he is he is a South Carolina cornerback when you think of what they uh what they typically are, you know, Jonathan Joseph, Stephon Gilmore, um, J.C. Horn, just in your grill, physical yeah. shit, Dante Robinson, you know, the list goes on. He fits that, and he's going to talk his shit. He's going to talk his shit. He got that dog in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, he was your number one, but Porter Jr., and like you said, it really is about flavors. Like, it's just your preference. What do you want? But Porter Jr. constantly – was getting tested, especially in the Big Ten. There is a lot of talent, and he's he held his own. And like you said, he has NFL pedigree. I would like to see him go to Pittsburgh. It just almost makes too much sense, you know. Yeah, but and uh, it's crazy. His freaking, I think his teammate. I don't think he's coming out this year, but his teammate is pretty good too. He got uh, his, his corner, uh, the corner next to him. I can't remember his name, but I was uh, looking at the PFF. Like best player at each position, top ten players at each position, and he was on there. And I looked at his at his like little film they had of him, and he looks like a dog too. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be, man. He's like you said, these corners are, like you said, evolution of the game. More passing, but these receivers have gotten better. Like they're ready to plug and play mm-hmm. right now. It's just natural evolution. Like the cornerbacks have to be ready to to go in and play immediately too, because they have they're they're covering receivers more, they're learning the route patterns more. Like they're running, they're learning, um, you know, schemes more just because it, it, they're they're playing passing plays way more than ever now. Yeah, truly, and it's the game. It's only gonna get better. Like you said, linebackers are getting bigger too. It's just and like you mentioned on the last episode, offensive linemen are starting to look different too. Like just the game as we know it, run it uh, running backs have to catch now. Mm-hmm. Like it's even bigger than before. Quarterbacks have to be mobile more than yeah. ever. You know, the statue quarterbacks, it's not a lot of many left. 
you know, yeah. and good ones and successful ones at that. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. But uh, Joey Porter is my number four. Number three is Witherspoon out of Illinois. Like you said, he is just nasty. He is a dog. Number two, Gonzalez out of Oregon. He's just so fluid, <laughs> moves so nice. Like he is, I think he could be just a guy who follows the best wide receiver on the opposing yeah. team and just let him go to work. And the number one, your favorite, people's <laughs> choice. He was the number one corner all season. And now he has oh, one bad game man. against a potentially top five pick next year. And now he's he might not even go in the first round. <laughs> but his name is Kelly Ringo from Georgia. And all he does is do his job. Okay, he's gonna run a good forty, even though he looks like he's got cinder blocks. For he looks like he's so slow, but apparently he's gonna run. Like if he runs a four three, I'm just gonna be like, what? If like nothing is real, because he'd be looking yeah. like he's just running super slow out there. But yeah. apparently he can run a four three. So um, if he's available at thirty three, I would be like Texans go for it. You know, I think he's the type of guy that follows receivers around and then i feel like that's what D'Amico's going to do for uh stingley so you have two good young corners who are capable of following anybody around the field i think uh that is a recipe for success and i like it um so kelly ringo is number one that's crazy um and when he wasn't even on your list he wasn't. I yeah. He I, I and I remember thinking when we were talking about corners earlier in the year. I always be like, I know I'm forgetting somebody, and it always be him. Cause all he do, I, just, I don't know what it is about him. All he do is his job, Walker. So it it makes it where you don't even gotta talk about him. You'd be forgetting he even there. <laughs> but. Uh, now safeties. Let's finish it with the safeties, and then we'll do our top five uh, defenders. But um, safeties, for me, this guy was really good at Northwestern last year. Brandon Joseph, he transferred to Notre Dame, and he knocked out JSN. He knocked out uh, – Yeah, he did. JSN the first game of the season. He's uh, He kind of reminds me of Jonathan Owens a little bit. The Texans aren't able to re-sign Jonathan Owens, then maybe go after this guy in the third or fourth round. I think safeties, it's going to be so interesting to see how they go. I feel like there's one really good one who for sure is probably going in the first round. And after that, your guess is as good as mine. So I'm not sure. Number four is Jonathan Battle out of Alabama. Uh, Alabama always has – or yeah, what did I say? Did I say – Jonathan, god damn it, dude. I've been messing up all day, but uh, (laughs) just saying the wrong things. But Jordan Battle out of Alabama, I think he's kind of just the same thing. You don't really think about him because he's just doing what he is supposed to do. Alabama's known for, you know, having good defenders uh, going into the NFL. And I think this could be a guy that maybe didn't get that much shine in in college, but maybe he's a better pro. and then number three, this guy, I'm like really excited about. I think he could be very, um, I feel like he could be like a chess piece, honestly, on the defense. And that's J.L. Skinner out of Boise State. Depending on where you 
where you view him and how you see him, I think he could be a box safety, like mm-hmm. a sub-packaged linebacker on third down. Mm-hmm. And also, I think he could even rush the pass or some, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a big physical dude. And I think he is a safety. I hope they don't try to and, – and the NFL move him to linebacker, but I do think he is just – He's just a chess piece, and if you got if the Texans were able to get a player like that, you know, him plus Petrie, that'd be scary. And then number two, I keep seeing this guy mock so high, and I'm like, I just don't see it. But okay, I'll put him at number two. Antonio Johnson out of mm-hmm. A and M, he's at like six five, six four, and I just keep seeing him mocked in the first round. So I'm like, it's kind of like. Uh, Will Anderson, y'all keep telling me this guy's good. Okay, I guess I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, and then number one, Brian Branch out of Alabama. I think he's probably everybody's consensus number one. And I am terrified that he goes to the Jets, and then the Jets have like a better version of our secondary. So they, <laughs> yeah. have, they have their Stingley and Sauce. Yeah. And they have their Petrie now in Branch. Yeah. You know, I'd be fucking sick. Yeah, you know? he's very similar to Petrie. Yeah, and we're going to run into them at some point. Our career trajectories as a franchise, I'd say they might be ahead of us right now. All they need is a quarterback, where we need a quarterback and a couple of other things. But I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to see them in the playoffs at some point. Like when <laughs> the Bills had Josh Allen and we had Watson. I feel yeah. like it was just inevitable for us to, you know, meet in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then that game was as good as it could have been. Yeah. It obviously went Houston's way. But uh, those are my safeties. Uh, Walker, what say you, mate? Yeah, uh, pretty similar. No, actually, I'm, uh, I think I had two different ones than you. Um, number five, yeah. Kind of like what you just said, man. Uh, I have Antonio Johnson at five, um, just because I've watched. Actually, I've watched A and M, and he's he's very athletic. Like he's twitchy, um, but he's like skinny. Like he's, he's tall, he's skinny. Um, he doesn't really look like a safety to me. Kind of looks like a corner. Um, and so I don't really. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It is hard for me to understand why he's so high for for. PFF and all those too. Um, I think he's going to be super fat. Like he's super fat. I think he's a really good tackler. Um, but yeah, I don't understand. I don't know why he's so high. Um, I just put him on. I think I just put him on here because I didn't really know any of the other corners. Mm-hmm. I mean, safeties left. And then um, I got Robinson out of FSU. Um, again, okay, okay. yeah, I, I don't really know much about him either. But from the from the clips I did see he was pretty freakish um in those clips um but I I have to go back and watch and see that's why we're doing this too for like pre-combine so we can come back after the combine with a little bit more information to see how stuff changes and then uh to J.O. Skinner um I think you you've been pretty high on him that's why uh, I think I know about him but um like you said he's one of those safeties enforcer types like uh you come over the middle he's gonna lay you out type of safety you know mm-hmm. um just a big just big physical cam chancellor like ilk type safety um 
And then two, Brandon Joseph. I've loved him since he was at Northwestern. Ball Hawk. Um, I'm just, I think if you pair him with Petrie, um, it's it. I think he, he can play free safety. If you let Petrie run strong safety, you can interchange them. I think, um, I, I just, I just think he's going to be really good, especially if he's playing free safety as a ball hawk. And then, um, Ryan Branch is, he's my favorite defensive back in this draft, corner or safety. Um, instinctual, um, phenomenal tackler, probably the best tackler of these, you know, maybe in the draft. Um, really good in the slot, covering receivers, versatile. Like you said, him and Petrie are identical. Um, could you imagine mm. if they were like, I'm just taking the best football? I don't think he'll be there. I don't know. I might say I don't think he'll be there at all, but he might, you know. So, um, yeah, so uh, I would not be mad if they're like, I'm just taking the best player here. I don't care if you play safety. I don't care if we have Petrie. I'm just going to take the best player. Um, that would be nasty. Um, kind of like the Bills with their two safeties. See how much, how much of like an impact. Safeties are devalued, but they're like one of the most impactful like positions on the defense. It's crazy. Um I forgot. I think people were like putting that out whenever Kyle Hamilton was coming out last year. And people were like, mm-hmm. you don't take a safety that high. But like when they did the statistics and like the analytics, it's like, no, actually, safety is like one of the most valuable positions on the team, um, on the defense, if not the most, I think it was something like that. So um, having two safeties like that, pretty like basically identical players, um, that would be crazy. That would be super crazy because D'Amico loves to blitz safeties. Um, and I know which one is going to get blitzed is definitely a, a weapon. Um, but, yeah, he's just one of my favorite players in this draft class, period. Yeah, it's, it's just top heavy. I don't really know. after Outside of the top five that we mentioned, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with him. So – it's going to be interesting. That's probably the one position group that tight end where I'm just like, I could not tell you. I could not but that tell combine you. will get will get you going back to watch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get us back locked in. But uh, Walker, so let's go ahead. We, every episode we do a top five just for the sake of and the uh, for the sake of what we're doing already. The episode, what would be your top five defenders you would wish the Texans would draft? Um, so number five for me would be uh, man, I'm like, let me think. I, I'll probably go uh, what did I say? His name? I gotta go look his name up. He's so new to me, Henley, um, out of Washington State. Mm, um, okay. I think he, I think he has the chance to be. Just one of those new breed uh, linebackers. Um, and then four, I probably go. Let me see. I'm trying to make sure I got the right right amount on here. I'll probably go branch at four. I'll probably go branch at four. Three, I go. Uh, man, actually, I might have. No, nah, if it. 
At three, I go Wilson. Two, I go Cancy. One, I go Carter. Mm. Like that. Yeah, I left Will Anderson off. We have I the same list except for five. Oh, yeah, because you didn't even have. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, Who'd you have? Ica at five. Ica out of Baylor. Mm. I feel like with the Texans, what they need, you know, they need better run defenders and yep. on the D line, especially. So if that, yeah. if that guy's there at Ica or whatever out of Baylor at uh, at 33, he's going to clog them lanes and allow like Christian Harris and any other linebacker that's on the team to kind of flourish and thrive. So that's my number four. Number five, Branch, three, Wilson, two, Cansey, and one, Carter. I think they need help <laughs> on that D line. And that's that's a given. O line and D line, they need help. And Man. when they go from there, then we good. But I'm surprised you left Will Anderson off. I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I'm not like you said. His stats show it, but the eye test don't do it for me. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think he will be a good player. I just think he just hopefully goes the right situation. If Chicago takes him at number one, I feel like they might be disappointed. <laughs> if he goes to Arizona, you know, I'm not sure. But I feel like, again, if he goes to, like, Detroit, I think that would be nice. Yeah. Noise. Real noise. So. Seattle. They yeah. got the fifth pick. Yeah. If he were to Seattle. fall. Because um, – Somebody just mocked him out of out of to fifth. I think it was Daniel Jeremiah. He had uh he didn't do trade, so he had Carter first, Bryce Young second, Tyree Wilson third. No, yeah, Tyree Wilson third, and then they took uh I think Stroud fourth, and then Will Anderson fifth. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So so shoot. Maybe the the clamoring starts. Who knows, man? You never know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, especially with the edge rushers, because there there are so many. I feel like they could at maybe be the wide receivers of last year. You know, they just start flying off the board. Um, Walker, that's our pre-draft defense positional rankings. Uh, I cannot wait because I feel like post combine. Mm. It's gonna be yeah, some stuff will change for sure. Oh, I said pre-draft or pre. Boy, I've been messing up. See, we <laughs> we going damn near three hours. You know, I mm-hmm. I don't see how these uh these Landry Lockers, Clint Sterners of the world, Ron Hughes could do this for four hours. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm luckily start they get straight. like a little little break in between. Yeah, the commercial know. breaks, <laughs> and it's like true. fifteen minute increments. We could do that yeah. even. Oh, easy, easy yeah. for sure. Maybe one day the Bowie Boys, you know, we we start getting paid for this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I cannot wait to revisit this after the combine because I think defense. There's a lot of positions that might, you know, change uh, rankings after some successful uh, big combine performances. But Walker, before we get out of here, episode seventy six, you got anything you'd like to share with the people? 
Oh man, just get get excited, lock in with us, man. And if you're a draft nerd like us, man, and just get ready. Some some gonna be some good drama happening oh, soon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I cannot wait. And if you uh wanna hate on Will Anderson, you are, <laughs> are always welcome here. We are not fans. <laughs> no, he's probably a great guy. But yeah, all right, like Walker. he is a really good guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, no, wish best of luck to him. But mm-hmm. all right, we are out here. Episode 76, like, share, subscribe, all that cute stuff. And until next time, peace. Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most. We are-